After these messages, we'll be right back. I can't believe I ate that whole thing. Are you in good hands? And now, a word from our sponsors. Hey everybody, welcome to After These Messages. It's the podcast where we talk about TV commercials. We talk about good ones, we talk about bad ones, and we talk about the ones where people say weird shit like this. Don't fall victim to the masculinity epidemic in America. My name is Andrew Walsh. I have fallen victim to the masculinity epidemic in America. I'm You're here with too Gen- masculine. I am. I'm here with Genevieve Has. She knows the score. I do. Hey, Vive. It's them, one, us, nothing. That's right. That is a commercial for some sort of testosterone pill, I believe. You. I mean, I think that that's a generous interpretation of whatever male enhancement bullshit. Uh, mm. Alpha Force One. or I mean, it's literally called something like that. I thought it was actually... Well, here we go. We're probably just going to play the just whole play thing. It. I thought it was for a product called... I thought it had testosterone for, in the name, but I guess Force Factor not. Alpha King. All right, let's take a listen to this. What's happening to men in America? We're being robbed of our masculinity, that's what. We have less testosterone than our fathers, and even less than our grandfathers. What we see, by the way, for the image for the fathers is some guy working in, like, I don't know, like, some sort of factory. It's like an old rust belty thing. He's using a metal machine to make sparks. Right. A lot of companies dedicated to making sparks. Yeah, he worked out at the spark factory. Yeah, exactly. Um, Before that, can I just interrupt to say... When he says, what's happening to men in America, you see a man getting a mud facial. Yeah. So extra effeminate. And then a boot stomps on some r- small round things. Yeah, and I didn't you understand can, what that was. What could that possibly be? Oh, yeah. I see. It's your balls. It's your balls. And then we see a red line going down that's showing how testosterone is decreasing. Science as if, tells us. <laughs> as if we're in some sort of boardroom meeting. Threatening everything <laughs> from libido to energy to strength and performance before we suffer a full-on vitality crisis. By the way, the image that goes along with vitality crisis is a big, otherwise tough-looking guy in like a white t-shirt middle-aged guy very big bearded looks like he could be a biker maybe but he's sitting in a movie theater with by the way two large popcorns that's excessive even for me and a large soda and he's wiping away tears yeah i don't know what to take what are all the, what are they signaling at me here about like he's a really big tough guy but now he's fallen the victim to the pop- masculinity the crisis popcorn somehow says it all yeah, because you get a free refill. I mean, I know this. Like, I don't. Even, I guess if you don't want to get up during the movie, you but get a free refill. Dude. Force Factor wants to send every man in America a complimentary bottle of testosterone boosting. Oh, Alpha I see. King. Claim your. That's what I meant. It said testosterone boosting Alpha King. Force Factor Alpha King. Those are not. That's not a product. Those are just words. Would you describe me as an alpha king? Yes, I, and a force factor. And a force factor. All right. So, um, God, we keep doing I this. I saw what that in nature, here? by the way. That commercial? Yeah, I forget what I was watching, but it must have been something must have been great. really bad. Yeah. I watch a lot of, especially when you're not home. Was it home. This Is Us? Oh, yeah, it was This Is Us. That's what they showed during This Is Us. No, when you're not home, I watch a lot of like action movies, even when you are home, but especially when I'm on my own, I'll like... It was probably honestly during Escape Plan with Arnold Schwarzenegger and Sly Stallone escaping from a supermax high-tech prison. You were watching that the other day. Yeah. It was good to see them acting together. I don't think I've ever seen them in a movie together. Acting is a strong word, but I agree. Getting paid for acting together. (laughs) Um, We are not talking about any of that on today's show. In fact, I will cut it all out. What we are talking about on today's show is an idea you had, Viv. That's right. Uh, I... Uh, have caught I, what caught my attention was the seventy six ad seventy six gas. Um, they are doing like a series of commercials about the same couple, and it's telling a story that unfolds over this over this series of commercials. And this isn't a new idea. This is an idea that um, commercial makers have been doing for decades. And so I want to talk about the seventy six one that caught my attention, and then a few other ones, including probably the gold pun intended standard. Uh, for this kind of hmm. commercial making from the late uh, late eighties, I immediately think of the um, uh, Peyton Manning, uh, Colin Paisley, 
Oh, no, not Paisley. That's a guy I know in real life. What do I mean? Uh, Brad Paisley uh, commercials. Yeah, like, that's hey, a good one. Hey, we're going out on a. We're gonna make a. We're gonna be a band. And right. We have and they set it up with a commercial at the beginning of the football season, and now we're checking in with them as they continue their journey. Exactly. And that's kind of like the '76 one, which we'll talk about in a second. And the same thing with the Bud Light Dilly Dilly ones, which we won't belabor. Oh, yeah, We've right. talked about those, but the, there's example. sort of a world building element to it, and occasionally like a continuation of a particular mm-hmm. storyline within that world. In fact, if if we think of it, we saw uh, an interesting update that I think is somewhat notable to the Dilly Dilly campaign based on something we talked about last week. We saw a new addition. Maybe I'll just mention it a little bit later. Sure. Okay. I couldn't find uh, that one. Okay. Just no problem. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Um, uh, all right. And also, one other thing we're going to be talking about is I I went on a rant last week, a rant for the ages, man. Yes. Did Andrew have some opinions? Opinions. Andrew got some opinions. And man, I don't know. That'll is, teach is, you, is it, is it that'll an, teach you is to it have an opinions. apology or is it a, I was I guess I was very mistaken about yes. something. Yeah. This is the second week in a row that uh, one of us has been very wrong about something. I What were I, you wrong about? I was quite wrong about the origins of DeVry University. Oh, right. Yeah. And so uh, I had to eat my share of crow and this week it's your turn. Okay. Uh, first, though, let's start with these story commercials look at what you see got there i just couldn't think of a better did you watch this video uh yes it's uh it's quite something it's timeless well (laughs) it's of a time that's for sure of a time um all right so let's start with the 76 commercials you and i um saw the very first one on tv the other day the one that is really grabbed it's kind of setting up the adventure and we should probably start with that one yeah um, you have a couple, uh, they're white, they look basically middle class, they're sitting on a couch in their living room. They're super comfortable, by the way. Sometimes you see people dressed up in these commercials, and they, they're wearing, like, relaxing clothes, but they also look like they just stepped out of a catalog for relaxing clothes. Right, no, these, these two look, they're in their legit-looking pajama pants, comfy t-shirts. Um, she has on a sweater that looks like what I call my house coat. Mm-hmm. Um, and she looks like she's doing uh, the crossword puzzle in uh, in the newspaper. They both have their coffee, and there's like a jar of open almond butter sitting out on the table in front of her. It is hardcore Sunday morning vibes. Sunday, They're having a lazy Sunday. A lazy Sunday. I should mention, because I think this is going to... I wish we had a drop of Elizabeth <laughs> from the Americans saying, a lazy Sunday? Such contempt. Um, it's worth noting that... He especially, but neither one of them are super attractive. And I think that's going to come into this. She, I think that she... They have her dressed and made up way down. Yes. She's an actress that I recognize from somewhere. Um, I, you know, nothing super famous. But she's she's someone who looks vaguely familiar to me, probably from other commercials. And I suspect that she probably cleans up real good. Yes, I he agree. He probably less so. Less so. But, you know, and I'm not saying that to face shame anybody. I'm just saying that the commercial very specifically cast a couple of people who were not supposed to be unrelatable. Yeah, super right? norm core. Super norm core. And he especially is kind of like, we're going to... A lot of his acting in this first ad is physical, which is a bummer because it doesn't translate on podcast, but we'll try to describe it. But he's really kind of nebbishy a yeah. little bit. And they're sitting on the couch together. She's just reading the New York Times. And he asks her if she ever does shopping online late at night. You ever buy things online late at night? Yeah. Yes, actually. I bought this almond butter from Hawaii. And it was super expensive. It's okay. Because I bought a van. (laughs) No, I'm just going to say it's so hard to describe. He maintains this shit-eating grin the whole time he's saying this because he just is so afraid he's going to be in trouble. And he just pokes her lightly with his finger, punctuating each word. I bought (laughs) a van. And he's got this big grin. 
like a van van and now we see the yeah. van outside it's like a you know like a classic kind of vw vanagon looking i think it's thing. just a volkswagen bus you think it's a bus you don't think it's a vanagon i don't think so i think the vanagon has a weirder shape okay. it's a blue lower set lower panels and then a white top uh, and it's very cute, very retro. It looks like it's in good shape. It's not like a broke down piece of junk. And they're looking at it uh, outside their front window. And then it says, Gene and Gene's Awesome Adventure Road Trip. So that's setting up the adventure, right? Right. They just, uh, he bought a van and now they're going to go on a road trip. Now, I loved that first one. I haven't seen the rest of these. You pulled three from the web. I haven't seen the rest of these in the wild yet, but I watched them today. Um, I have not seen any of these in the wild either. I had to go okay. looking, and it wasn't immediately clear to me what order they were uh, meant to be viewed in. Um, this one starts with an opening shot of the van parked on a beach somewhere. Clearly beautiful, that's deserted more, beach. Beautiful. And then we'll see a shot of the two of them in surfing gear laying kind of splayed out on the beach and it's clear that he has had some sort of a surfing accident we see half of his surfboard is still just like bobbing in the water the other half is on the beach with him that's a very significant surfing accident yes, for what looks like time. the waves look like they're about I don't know, 11 inches yeah, high. Yeah, the only way I can see that happening is you get so mad that there are no waves that right. you break it over your knee. But uh, anyway, so he looks pretty rattled after this accident. He's kind of leaning on her. She's sitting on the beach just kind of contemplating what just happened. Never seen a wave like that. I thought for sure you were a goner. Yeah, I didn't think I was coming back up. I thought I should go back to my maiden name. I remembered I once had coffee with this man named Philippe. I wonder if he gets coffee at the same place. I don't want to surf anymore. I'm going to try to translate that in case the sound on that with the sound of the waves you couldn't tell what was going on. After he mentions that he had a surfing accident, she starts daydreaming about what her life would be like if she yeah. hadn't married him. Girlfriend is ready to get out. Yes. She starts thinking about taking back her maiden name. She starts thinking about some guy she had coffee honest- with a long time ago. That bummed me out, I got to say. <laughs> I liked their vibe in the first one where they... And this is why I kind of brought up their attractiveness. They just seem like kind of a good yeah. couple together. And immediately, it's got to be this kind of, oh, we're together, but we're thinking... Or she's already yeah, she's got one. Out. She's got one foot out the door, and he's, he's testing... Her- you know, he, he's really testing her limits with his van buying and surf inabilities. And I, I got to say, none of the rest of these commercials will uh, dramatically change your feeling about them. I know. Because it's always the the dynamic is always the man. You can't call them by their name because they're both named Gene. The man being somehow off-putting and her being like tolerant, but yeah. like reaching you can see her reaching the end of her rope yeah and that's just really bummed me out that that's the dynamic because when we saw the first one we knew that he overstretched a bit by getting the van but you also got this kind of weird quirky vibe between them and i just don't understand why you got to now make it negative yeah like, or if it's I, gonna so be many negative companies do that then have them trade off and have her and i hope that as they keep making more of these that there will be ones where she's kind of the uh the transgressor and he has to be the one to like rescue or approve or forgive or whatever yeah in this one now we see the van parked somewhere else it's more of a green area like a park uh the doors are open clearly you know they've made a stop they're airing the van out he's out in the grass with what looks like all of their belongings from the van and he's setting them all up in the grass it starts with an aerial shot and it's like uh one of those wes anderson looking things where yeah, well, we learned take... the term for what this is yeah i didn't know that it's called knolling apparently where you take all of your objects and you lay them out, if you can kind of picture and that. make a perfect square. And you make a perfect square. And you see a lot of that stuff on Instagram. I kind of like it. People will say, like, this is everything I'm taking on my trip with me, or this is everything that was in my purse today. And so he's doing that on the grass with their stuff. What are you doing? Knolling. It's that photo thing where you neatly arrange all your stuff in a square. How long are you going to be doing it? I don't know. Till it's right. What do you think? Compass? No compass. Compass? No compass. Can I have my toothbrush, please? Thank you. She's just pretty much done with him. 
Yeah, it feels and then like their it. tagline is "We're on the driver's side." Yeah, which has been their tagline for a while now. Did you notice, by the way? I never realized until about a year ago. It was actually two years ago. Um, that on every car, like a rental car, any car you're borrowing, you can always tell which side of the car your gas tank is on. If you look at the gas gauge, there will be a little triangle arrow pointing to the I left like or the we've right. Said that on this show many times. Oh, have I? I think so. We, you, and I talk about it. At least once a month. Yeah. Well, that is part of their logo. It says we're on the driver's side. And then they have like the gas tank. And so it's like, you know, I like that play on words, the driver's side. Like, you know, obviously, uh, I I think it's but this campaign does not play into it. Like the more I'm watching these, the more I'm disappointed. And I think because it feels like they are in conflict, it makes me question whose side 76 is on right exactly it it doesn't it doesn't make sense like they have this and i'm not even against the concept like i think you had this cute couple you have some comedy writers clearly you have some comedic actors take it to have them go on an adventure but why does it have to be why is what is what about this projects we are on the driver's side nothing yeah i wish they weren't in conflict so much i wish they were more on a team yes and maybe dealing with other people and then it can be like we're on the driver's side exactly be in conflict with the rest of the world yeah like maybe you go into some gas well i guess you don't want to show a gas station it's a 76 <laughs> commercial but you know show some grumpy guy at a convenient mart who oh, won't sell you the beef jerky or be something. in conflict with nature be yeah. in conflict with you know the a map the roads whoever you know like there's a million ways that you can have conflict in a road trip without it being driver and passenger this one isn't really negative at all it's kind of mood neutral as far as their relationship is concerned but there is something interesting about it we see the van parked at a 76 this time so actually it all comes together now it is a commercial 476 it's gassing up he is on his phone just scrolling through things she's uh, nowhere to be seen at first she walks out of the little 76 grocery store near the end you'll hear that Clarendon Moon, Juno, Slumber, Crema, Ludwig, Aiden, Amarel, Mayfair. She's looking over his shoulder now. She's and if kind you're of... if you're not familiar, if you're not an Insta addict, uh, you will rec- you will not recognize those as Instagram filters. That's what names. I want to mention. You never see Instagram, and I was thinking this. Here, I'll just let it. I'll let it play out. Rise, Hudson. Oh, that's nice. Oh yeah. Valencia, X-Pro2. Oh. That's kind of funny because anybody who's used Instagram does that. You know, you have a photo. You know you always use X-Pro2. Yeah. But you still have to check them all out, and then you end up on X-Pro2 again. Um, I think this is interesting because that is kind of relatable, but only to us. I mean, I know tons and tons of people use Instagram, but like... I can name a bunch of people in my life who would just have, what the hell, what is that? They would just, that commercial wouldn't even register to them because they, it would sound like a different language. They have no idea what's going on. Do you think they would get the gist of it though, that he's using social media? Mm, I don't think so. It it doesn't give you a lot. Like you really do have to know the jargon of Instagram. My guess is if I didn't know that, if I didn't use Instagram and I didn't know that, I would assume it has some sort, it's like some sort of dating app thing. And maybe he's going, because scrolling, and and that's because I don't use dating apps. I'm like one of the few people in the country who maybe this would be aimed at, like that demographic. Like basically what I'm saying is I don't understand dating apps or how they are used in the same way my parents don't understand how Instagram is used. So I I would challenge you on that. I I suspect you understand how Tinder works, even though you've never used it, better than your parents understand how Instagram works, even though they've never used it. Yeah, you know maybe, maybe a little bit more, but right. yeah, but that's I would just guess that if somebody didn't know, you know what that slide in DMs means. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> I've, nobody's ever slid into mine. I've never slid into anybody's. Well, I should hope As far not. as I'm willing to say. Um, but uh, anyway, yeah, it's a very, again, I don't know how that connects to me wanting to buy gas. If this was like a one-off commercial and I liked everything else in the campaign, that would be one thing. But I don't know, maybe because I don't like the fact that they went negative on the relationship and then this one just lays there and there's never a punchline. <laughs> just I don't lays really... there not doing anything. Yeah, I don't really know. I don't really know what the point of this commercial is. Yeah, this one feels very lightweight by in comparison. There's not much story there. 
I have high hopes for this campaign. I hope they turn it around and make it more likable because I like the actors mm, and I like the performances. Too. I love the set dressing of it. I think that the look and feel is really good. Um, and I just, it looks like there's one that we haven't seen. Open this one called Tire. I couldn't, I didn't cite, see that one. Oh, I okay. Looking. Let's take a, I just clicked on the, um, the hashtag. These are all being published by 76 on their official YouTube page. They're along the side of the road here. They've clearly blown a tire. Uh, there's a bunch of tools spread out all over the place. If I had to guess, this is going to lead to him being super incompetent in changing a tire, based on what we've seen so far. We'll see. What is that? Okay, so clearly they're watching instructions on YouTube on her phone on how to change a tire. Remove the lug nuts and the tire completely. Carefully align the spare. Tighten the lug nuts back into place. Does that look a little small? So the tire that they're putting on there, the spare, is way too small for the van. Yeah, it looks really small. Are you sure this is the right tire for the van? Not 100%, honestly, now that you ask. Uh, I like the fact that the punchline isn't on either one of them, that yeah. they are trying to get along, although, yeah, I guess I like that one, okay. Yeah, and I think if they do more like that, where it's little vignettes, and no one's specifically the bad guy, or no one's specifically the butt of the joke, I'm I'm down for this campaign. I think they just sort of started off with a couple that were tonally... Uh, a little weird. And other people might like that. I, I got to say, that is just something that I think you and I, um, we did a whole show on kind of toxic relationships and commercials. And I think tonally for us, we just don't like that. And that's probably a taste thing, you know? It probably is. I also don't find their general dynamic to be toxic. And I like them as a couple. And I think that's why it bums me out that she like so quickly went to yeah. I wonder what Rodrigo's up to me too I don't think that I would have an issue with these commercials except that I loved the first one so much and I was legit excited to see where they were gonna go and yeah. I don't usually fall they for they look that like shit. they're going to some nice places that yeah. beach looked great yeah okay well there's another one you have on the list here that I think is interesting um, because it's a commercial that we talked about in the past and we didn't know that it was going to be part of an ongoing storyline. We knew it was sure part th- of a bigger campaign. I'm not sure the NFL knew this was going to be part of an ongoing storyline. I found articles in the news about this. Really? Yes. So re- if you don't mind me setting up broadly, we've talked a lot in various shows about the NFL's team gear commercial campaign. It's been going on for a couple of years and we're big fans of it. It's usually about family dynamics. A couple of weeks ago, we talked about uh, the the mother and father who are Browns fans or the father who's a Browns fan and the teenage daughter comes down wearing a, a Steelers jersey and he says, you can't go out wearing that. And there's a whole bunch of them, right? And it's so, I mean, from people getting baby clothes for newborns that right. represent the It's all about rivalries team. and yeah. secret, it's uh, so great. Shame, shameful loves, the the I think it's a Falcons fan who secretly loves Russell Wilson is my fave. Oh, right. Yes. And she's got the little shrine in her yeah. closet. Now, the one in this particular case that we have mentioned before is about a Chiefs family. Yes. Uh, and this is something I learned uh, that the Chiefs and the Raiders are apparently a storied rivalry in, in NFL. I'm not from they're both in the uh, what NFC um, no, AFC West, I want to say. Yeah, I guess I so, know. although I kind of didn't realize they had a rivalry either. I didn't either, but I think it's because neither of us have ever lived in either of their, you know, demo- in, a, in, a, in either of their radiuses yeah. of influence, spheres of influence. Yes, AFC West. So the AFC West, and they apparently have uh, have a long-running rivalry, although right now the Chiefs are not in competition with the Raiders. Yeah. <laughs> they are, they are, uh, their records are diametrically opposed yeah. this year. Um, cause the, the chiefs have an amazing quarterback. Um, but it makes even it, knowing that now it makes this commercial series make even more sense. The first one you'll remember, and we can play it here in a minute is a woman saying to her husband, again, another couple where they're not aspirationally beautiful. They're kind of normal looking, maybe even slightly below normal, or at least that's kind of how they're presented. Seems unfair. You see, I'm noticing a trend though. You and I are such a good-looking kind of power couple sure. that we we just look see at everyone probably, as unattractive. Exactly, yeah. probably they were trying to cast really good-looking people. To us, it's just, I mean, yeah. it's, it, from from our perspective on high, they're slightly it's, less than yeah. beautiful. So anyway, sorry to interrupt. Just take everything we say yeah. regarding beauty with Obviously. a grain of salt. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> the woman says to her husband, "You can't wear wear that Raiders jersey to my family's house." 
Cut to Christmas dinner. Everyone, including the dog, is decked out in full chief's regalia. He is now, he's removed his jersey, but he's wearing a light-up Raiders sweater with the lights flashing. You cannot wear a Raiders jersey to my family's Christmas dinner. <laughs> the Raiders sweater's kind of cool. With the lights going? I love how he, how the mom stands up and sort of storms out silently, and the dog looks bent, looks mad. I love the husband's reaction when she says, "Turn it off." He looks cowed and afraid, but also like he's sticking to his gun. Is he still kind of like this? Is a pretty cool sweater, and also like I'm a Raiders fan. Yeah, yeah. And then the mom. I mean, there I mean, is he's so a, he's much a silent. Man in a, he's a stranger yeah. in a strange land here. You know, there's so much silent contempt in that, and I, it doesn't make me hate the. It doesn't feel like a toxic relationship to me. But she's definitely like kick it off. Like they really. I don't know, walk up to the edge of a very uncomfortable situation, I think. And then the mom just silently stands the up like a The family is making it uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I love the over-the-topness of it, like the the sort of unapologetic uh, passion of it. Well, for the first time in, in this entire campaign, it looks like they're bringing these characters back for another one. This is what we were excited to see the other day. Because, a whole year later, I think. Yeah, I think that one was from last year, and this one is airing now. And we see the Chiefs family again, and they're setting up a family photo. This is going to be very visual, so I'll try to describe it. And then we see our Raiders boy there again, and he is dressed in Raiders gear. They're all wearing red sweaters. Some don't say Chiefs on them, but most of them do. And it's just a whole family wearing red and Chiefs gear. And then he is wearing a black Raiders shirt with that. Is it Zumba? What is that design? It's like the old um, kind of pajama bottom pants that, uh, that I don't know. They're like MC animal. Hammer would have maybe worn, only not quite as poofy. They're not that poofy. They're almost like pajama pants, but they have like a zebra-y animal print quality to them. And it, almost, it just looks like he's sort of wearing Raiders pajamas. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Setting up the camera. Down the barrel or off in the distance? Look in the camera, honey. Jason, why don't you move a little to the left? If you can imagine now, the dad, as he's setting up the um, shot, is telling him to move over out of the shot. And we get a name. It's Jason. Oh, yeah. So we're really getting some... The version of this that I saw on TV this weekend, I think, was shorter than this. Maybe. Maybe I didn't notice the dialogue. So essentially, they're going to arrange the photo so that the Raiders guy is mostly not in it. Yeah, that's it. Okay. Everybody say Chiefs. Chiefs. Pretty nifty, huh? It's great. <laughs> He's talking about that's his great. pajamas. Now you see the the final photo that came out of that. It's the whole family and the the Raiders husband is. His, he's completely cut out of it except for like one corner of his face. A little corner of his face. Uh, yeah, this is definitely an extended version. I think we are only seeing a quick 15-seconder because we see we actually cut to seeing this photo printed out, processed, framed, and hanging on the wall yeah. later, which is not how it was presented this weekend. And if you notice, the family says chiefs. Yeah. I think the husband, the Raiders fan, says cheese. I thought so, too. When I was watching it this weekend, I was trying to nail that down. Let's take another listen. Yeah, that's it. Okay. Everybody say Chiefs. Chiefs. I don't know. He might say Chiefs. A guy like that who's so committed to the Raiders, I think he's saying cheese. Yeah, either I, I could see it going either way. It looked and sounded like Chiefs to me, but... He seems very happy to be part of this yeah, family. He just seemed, that's kind of what I like about him is, yeah, people are irritated with him. He's not trying to be irritated, but he is pretty, I would say nonplussed, but I guess that's the wrong use of nonplussed. He's, he's pretty just... He's a little oblivious, and he is um, committed to his faith. Yeah. Uh, all right, so this... He's a man for all seasons. This next... Uh, campaign. I know nothing about it. It looks like you did a bunch of research, but I know nothing about this. I am so excited. I've been thinking about this all day. Oh, my God. Um, this is a classic uh, commercial story to the extent that people, w- w- they w- this 
company would tell people when the next installment of this campaign was coming out and people would tune into the network that it was going to be on to watch it. They have ratings for some of these commercials. What? Did you ever hear of this before? I have. In fact, I think I may have even, I mean, this was happening during the late 80s, early 90s. I think I've even seen some of these. This is a commercial for uh, what was called in in Great Britain uh, Gold Blend and then here is known as Nescafe. Oh, yeah. Um, And Wait, that's not the thing we talked about last week that has the Clooney No, ad. that's Nespresso. Okay, right. Maybe yeah. it's related. Maybe it's okay. a similar company. You know, maybe it's some uh, later iteration from the same company. Um, this is, you know, instant coffee. Mm-hmm. Um, this started in 1987. It stars two actors, one of whom uh, people may have heard of, Anthony Stewart Head. He was a main character on Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh, okay. He was like, I don't know if you ever watched that show, uh-uh. but he was like their adult teacher, friend, mentor, whatever. Okay. Uh, but he's a little bit younger here in this commercial. And then it also stars an, a woman named Sharon uh, Maughan, who's a British actress. Uh, and I think the biggest thing she probably ever did was like, she was in a ton of TV shows. She was just like a working actress in the 80s. But she was in a movie with Richard Dreyfuss called, um, I think it was the, C- I think it was, I can't remember. She was in some like movie with Richard Dreyfuss where she was the other lead, I think. Um, but basically, she was a TV actress. This is a story that unfolds over um, more than a, almost a dozen ads. I, I found 11 of them. I think there are more because there are gaps in this story that I'll try to oh, help, wow. help, have you help me fill in. But like strap in because there's 11 of wow. these and I want to do them all. Okay. I love it. <laughs> um, I got really some dazzling deeds to share at the end right. of, the, of, of doing this. But let's start with episode one. She comes to his door. She's his neighbor in this apartment building somewhere in, in London, probably. And uh, she's, she's having a dinner party, and she needs she's run out of coffee. So she knocks on her neighbor's door. He's, like, working at his desk. Hello. I'm sorry to bother you, but I'm having a dinner party, and I've run out of coffee. <laughs> Come in. Thank you. Will gold blend be too good for your guests? Oh, I think they could get used to it. It's a very sophisticated coffee. They have very sophisticated taste. These two are smoldering. Well, I must be getting back. Now, golden roasted, richer, smoother, Nescafe Gold Blend. Have you met your new neighbor yet? Oh, I've uh, popped in for coffee. So at the end, she's back at her dinner party, and her friend asks if you've met your neighbor yet. Yes, and she said she popped in for coffee, but then she gives a look like, "Did they go to Bone Town and we didn't see it?" Because no. she, she looks like she is the cat that ate the canary, as you would say. Uh, yeah, but she's—I don't think they did. I mean, I think she, but she's like got a little secret, which is that they mm, had a little flirtation. So the, the structure of these is: there's a little bit of the story. They go, they cut to the shot of the coffee, and he, the announcer tells you to whatever, and then there's like a little tag. I see. Um, is there a chance that we did not see these because these are British? Well, I'm pretty sure that we saw at least some of them because eventually it becomes you start seeing it called Nescafe. Oh, okay. And uh, I know that it was being aired in America. I don't okay. know if all. I don't know if the whole story was aired in America. And they also did some s- subsequent campaigns with other couples, not the same story. Like mm-hmm. they didn't just retell the same story. But I saw the beginning of one campaign where a woman answers the door and it's the caterer. But the caterer, it's not the caterer she hired, it's the caterer's hot brother. Whoa, hot, this sounds like pornography. I mean, it feels like pornography. The the hot brother comes in like, where do you want these baguettes, you know? And no, like, hot day where And then, mm-hmm. but she's like, I don't know, I'll ask my boyfriend. But then she comes out and she's wearing a super sexy dress. What? And the caterer basically propositions her, but then the boyfriend comes out. And what? she's like, well, who knows? You what? Know? It's like very sexy. Wow. Yeah. But right. this, I love these. Send me a link to that, okay? Yeah. Um, I love these, though, because it's this very slowly unfolding story, and each one moves the story just a little bit farther. So is this the next one called I Have It Delivered? Yes. Uh, and this one, she knocks on his door again, uh, this time to return the coffee that he loaned her. But he's, at, he's sitting at his table with another lady having coffee. You saved my life the other night. The dinner party. The coffee. Very successful. How can you ever thank me? I'll try and think of something. In the meantime, at least I can return your gold blend. Look, I'm in the middle of something right now, but perhaps... Perhaps. Now, golden roasted, richer, smoother, Nescafe gold blend. He goes back to sit down with the other lady. Just my neighbor. How's the coffee? Perfect. 
Where'd you get it from? I have it delivered. Hmm. Get it? Is that a joke? Because she brought it she over. Because she brought it over. Okay. I guess. And it's such a great structure uh, marketing-wise because you're basically forced to listen to the sales the pitch. pitch. Right. Because if you want to get to the tag and like whatever little cliffhanger is going to be. This one is called Lady of the House. Yeah. So, Mystery Visitor. Now, I, this one may not be the third one. It feels like there might be a missing piece of the story here. Mm. But it's as far I spent <laughs> uh, probably too much time today Uh Trying to like order because they're not anywhere just in order. You have to like I was watching it and like trying to figure out like well if he already knows about this mm. thing then it had to happen wow. before that thing but then this trip thing happened before that. It's like that. the saber cut of the <laughs> Nescafe commercials. Um, so yes, exactly. Uh, so this is uh, him knocking on her door Ooh. and a man enters. Or no, I think first you see her in her apartment talking to a man. The worm has turned. I'm going to get changed. The coffee's right there. Cold blend. I'm impressed. I'll get it, shall I? Hello? We kind of see a silhouette of her changing in the other room. Sharon Mon is a... Both her and Anthony Head are super good looking. But also, I mean, they are kind of really playing up the sultry nature of these ads. Yeah. Good evening. Do you want the lady of the house? Well... She's getting changed. (laughs) Could I offer you a coffee? Golden roasted, richer, smoother, Nescafe gold blend. She comes out now. She's fully dressed. She's she's fully uh, dynastied out. Oh, my God. Those shoulder pads are to die for. She's kind of dressed like um, the mom in Beetlejuice. Catherine O'Hare, kind of, (laughs) a little bit light. Kind of like it, that's a reference to like eighties fashion. This is just actually the fashion. Right. Okay. Who was at the door? We said he was a neighbor. I told him you were in the bedroom. And did you tell him who you are? He didn't ask. Great coffee. It's her brother. It yeah, it's her brother. It's her brother. Oh, it's always the brother. Are we gonna learn this in the next ad? Yes. All right, here we go. I'm into this. Now, now, she, now she's in the elevator. She's getting off the elevator as he's getting on with with his bags packed. Okay. Hi. Hi. Was it something I said? <laughs> Just business. Long. A month. That's long. I called round last night. You had company. You mean my brother? Yeah. Came round for coffee. Brother. Golden roasted. Oh, Richard. he's walking out the door to New York. And he seems so relieved to find out it was a brother. Yes. And not a lover. Nescafe yeah. Gold Blend. I forgot to say, I'll be in New York. I hope you remember to take some Gold Blend with you. <laughs> <laughs> so you might like to know I'm staying at the plaza. Wow, so he calls her from the airport at the end of this one. And, and invites her, her to come to New York and come to his hotel. He doesn't invite her. He just lets her know. He says, I'm going to be know. at the plaza. He just lets her know where yeah. he's going to be in case lady's got to have it. All right, so now what, Viv? Do we set up this next one? I'm yeah. into this shit, man. Are you? It's, yeah. it's addictive, right? <laughs> right? And I can't wait to share with you how into it the rest of the world got when this was all brand new. Um, so now, and again, this is one where I'm, Fairly sure I didn't miss one, but maybe it's a little hard to tell what happened. Okay. She's she's in her office. Uh, it's clearly like sort of late at night, late in late in the day. People are leaving. She's the last one in the office, uh, and then he turns up. Okay. I don't know how he got into her office uh, unannounced. I'm supposed to be in New York. I didn't like the coffee. Golden roasted, richer, smoother, Nescafe gold blend. I thought you might have joined me in New York. Whatever gave you that idea? This. What? Oh, she actually did have... (gasps) Oh, and they kiss. Oh, my gosh. So he comes back. Right. And he shows up in her office after hours. Somehow. I guess it was a different time. He says, there was no security. He, he says, I thought you would show up in New York. That was very quiet. So um, 
just explaining here. And then he says, I thought you'd show up in New York. She said, uh, what gave you that idea? Is that what she said? Yeah. And then he said this, and he she he points out that she had airplane tickets on her desk. Right. And then as he's leaning in, boom, they kiss. Yeah. It's getting serious. I guess so. I don't know how I feel about that. I mean, once you actually kiss, like the tension kind of goes away, right? <laughs> I mean, it's like the think? whole like Superman thing. Like Superman 1 was better because there was like the will they, won't they, as opposed to Superman 2 when they're an actual couple. Well, it's funny that you, it's funny in a number of respects, it's funny that your reference for this is Superman. Um, actually, the inspiration for this was Moonlighting, ah. which was a whole a whole series based on will they, won't right. they. And did they? Eventually. I think that they, I, I see where we are in this. I think they've done it too quickly, frankly. All right, this is the next they one. They just kissed. I mean, what? how serious do you think it is? That's I, marriage as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> oh, God. What, are you going to just kiss 100 people? <laughs> so what happens in this next one? Um, this is, uh, he, he knocks on the door. He's got flowers, but he's at another woman's home. Oh, no. You're not going to believe this. You're right. I'm not. I'm really sorry I'm late. Late? We're on the coffee. It's a, it's a dinner party and they're already through dinner and having coffee. Well, uh, I think you know everyone except... We've have... already met. Oh, his lady is another dinner guest. That's right. Surprise. Whoa. We uh, share the same taste in coffee. <laughs> Golden roasted, richer, smoother Nescafe Gold Blend. No, yeah. You're always this late. I won't be tomorrow. What's happening tomorrow? I'm inviting you for dinner. What makes you think I'll accept? You can't resist my coffee. Yeah, but she, so she so the plot of this is she can't get this coffee anywhere else, right? Uh, no, I don't think that's the plot. <laughs> because otherwise, why does she keep going to him? Oh yeah, it's not it's nothing to do with his handsomeness, right? Okay, what happens or to his the next smoldering one? gaze? These two, I get why people were so into this. Like mm-hmm. they have really i mean as silly as it is and as sort of dated as it is their chemistry is real yeah yeah all right so what what happens in this next one um all right this is uh i think this is the dinner date one this is where they're he's had her oh he's having her over for dinner so instead of taking her to a restaurant he's made dinner for her at his apartment it's gotta be that way because otherwise they're not going to be serving this gold bond <laughs> medicated coffee <laughs> Exactly. Or whatever it's called. That's, you got it. You got yeah, it. At the restaurant. Um, so they're they finish dinner and they're having coffee at his place, Ooh. or they're about to have coffee. Sometimes coffee isn't coffee. I learned that from Seinfeld. If this were a restaurant, they'd be putting chairs on tables about now. And I'd be asking you back to my place for coffee. Of course, I wouldn't accept. Cold blend. I could be persuaded. Golden roasted, richer, smoother. Nescafe Gold Blend. Co- it, coffee really isn't coffee in this one. Yeah, okay, so now here it is. Here's the tag. We're yeah. on the couch. Deserves to be savored. Pity I have to leave. Leave? I'm on the first flight to Milan in the morning. That's terrible. Why, why is why? she going to Milan? We don't serve Gold Blend in Milan. Yeah, you can't get good coffee in Milan. Yeah, that's a that's a common you can, mis- you, you People don't know you can't get good coffee, coffee in, in Milan. Italy. <laughs> Uh, okay, so what does she do? Like, she's got, she's a world traveler too, huh? Yeah, I don't know what she does. Um, he is. A, we find out in a later one that he is a like he works in a modern art gallery oh, or museum or okay. something, um, something related okay. to modern art. I'm gonna dial up. It looks like you might have missed one here. Here's the next one. We're inside. It looks like a New York apartment. <laughs> I can't imagine what she must think of me. She thinks you're a guy that doesn't like coffee. She invited me up. Coffee's not coffee. Coffee is sex. Maybe coffee was coffee. <laughs> Coffee's coffee in the morning. It's not coffee at 12 o'clock at night. <laughs> I don't drink coffee that late? Yeah, people who work at NORAD who are on 24 24- <laughs> <laughs> Okay, obviously that's from Seinfeld, um, but we do have some more of these. I know to they do, just keep right? going. Okay, so enough, enough wasting time, Walsh. Um, so the last we saw our heroes, she was um, leaving. He was getting a little bit too comfortable with her on the couch, so she took off. And now, where are we now? Um, I think she's coming back from Milan. I've kind of, okay. I, oh, I've right. kind she's of lost from the Milan. thread here. Okay. Thank you for a lovely dinner. Aren't you gonna ask me in? 
for coffee. So apparently this is just another date that she was on. Or am I playing these out of order? No, I think I think I they we are missed a bunch. I think we missed a, okay. one or two maybe. Um yeah, but like they they've been they've she's had back another date. From Milan now. Yeah. She couldn't handle the terrible coffee there and she's finally back home and she can drink instant coffee with this fella. For coffee. Well, I do have taste as choice. Then how can I refuse? Savor the sophisticated taste of taster's Suddenly choice. Suddenly it's taster's Wait. choice. Because this is Just now in America. You know I love your coffee. Then, by all means, take it with you. <laughs> Interesting. So it looks like they're about to kiss. She takes his hand and uh, it looks like she's going to hold it. And then she puts the coffee in his hand instead. But then at the end, like, it ends on this note of her kind of like almost like like opening her mouth a little bit, like almost going in for a kiss. And then yeah, it, this one was hard to place in the order. I couldn't tell quite I think where it's it from. Because they rebooted it. I bet you it's yeah. not. I bet you it's not canon. Maybe it's not canon. I'll bet you this is like they kind of rebooted it and it doesn't follow the same exact line. That's interesting. So it's Taster's Choice is the equivalent here in the States. All right. So now. Um, now it gets weird. And I know that we're missing some here. This is one where somehow they're apart. Um, and they get on the phone to each other. She calls him up. Uh, she's having second thoughts about their relationship. Oh, no. I don't think this is going to work. You may be right. Hold on a second. They were the same actors in the last one, but they lost their accents. Is this true? I don't think so. I think they still have accents. Did they have accents in that last one? I don't know. Oh. We, we don't seem to have much in common. I know. I hate opera, you hate jazz. And I loathe modern art. It's my job. His job is modern art. So, about the only thing we do have in common is... Our tasting coffee. Golden roasted, richer, smoother, Nescafe gold blend. Now it's the middle of the night and his phone is ringing. Yeah. Is this a campaign commercial? I Who think, do you want entering the phone in the middle I of the night? I think the one we just watched was like was totally not canon. I think that yeah. should have been taken out. Right. Because the next one after this is definitely going to be part of the same story. So now it's late at night. He's, he's going to pick up the phone. Hello? I want to see you. Now. <gasps> booty call! Yeah, it's a booty call. Middle of the night. I want to see you now. Yeah. Man, okay. I can't wait to watch this next one. Okay. His doorbell rings. Hi. Laura. It's Laura. You always did stay up late. It's some other lady. How long have you been back? Now, wait a second. It's morning now, very clearly, right? No, it's right after that call just happened. Really? Look at all the light coming in through the windows. Well, he says he's... I don't think that's coming through the windows. Uh, I beg to differ. Uh, we'll see. I mean, it looks like it looks like all the lighting in this is supposed to look like it's the break of day. Look at all the light coming in from everywhere, but okay. Hi. Laura. You always did stay up late. How long have you been back? Well, I guess you're well, right, I was though. a day and a half. I was just uh, passing by. At this time of night? Are you alone? You're clearly right, I, but I... Stand by the fact His that his apartment's did extremely the, well lit. Yeah, um, I blame the lighting directors for this one. Yes, um, no. Look, I'm expecting someone at this time of night. It's a neighbor. Uh, well, do we have time for a coffee? Golden roasted, richer, smoother. I Nesca- need that as a drop. Like, I just want to keep on playing. Coffee isn't coffee. <laughs> coffee is sex. Like, that. <laughs> but this lady seems. Do we have time for a? But but Coffee? so are, so is she an ex lover? She seems. I think she's just kind of a yeah, like a booty call lady. She's just like when she's in town. I see. I know how the kids talk. Yeah, she's a booty call lady. Right. Yeah, they have a you know probably a, a an arrangement kind of arrangement. Right. Yeah. Okay. Let's see what happens after the tag here. Cafe Gold Blend. If I didn't get you out of bed. Now our lady's Coffee here. Coffee tastes good. Okay, so our lady shows up. She goes to kiss him in the doorway, but the new, the booty call lady comes in and is, says, coffee tastes good. Yeah. And gives a very knowing glance to these women. She shuts it right down. Man. Hello. And our heroine is wow. very 
looks very distressed. So this is the last one. Well, there's one more, but there must there's this is way later in their relationship. They are now a I don't know what happened, how they explained this Laura lady. We, I was not able to if anyone out there, this is a sincere plea. If you have access to any of these other commercials that we've missed and I know I've missed a few that explain what hap- what the gaps in the stories are, I urgently want you to send them to yeah, me. Yeah, especially these, the British ones. Because, again, I think that Taster's Choice one took us out of the... Yeah, I think that must have been a different, a slightly different timeline or something. In this, I do know from reading articles about this, because there's a ton, there were a ton of articles written at the time. I mean, it was like a cultural phenomenon. They, this ran How from 87 yeah. to 92, basically. Wow. Um, at one point, he comes into her apartment and finds a young man there who turns out to be her son from a previous relationship. What? And now um, she and he, I think, are either dating very seriously or living together. Uh, I guess they're not living together because um, we hear we hear them having a conversation and then her son is having a conversation with his dad. Is this getting serious? I think so. Well, how do you feel about it? Just imagine... If you hadn't run out of coffee. Just imagine if you hadn't had Taster's Choice. Oh, wait a second. See, now we're, we're back, back in, in America. Taster's Choice. Yeah, I think something is happening. Well, but there is overlap because mm. I think it does end with him finding out she has a son. Anyway, okay. keep going. Savor the sophisticated taste of Taster's Choice. So tell me, Jeremy, how's your mother? Dad, I think she's in love. <gasps> what? Now, oh, really? so- Suddenly, we just see the son in a car driving with also, his dad. Riddle her me ex. this: both our lady, who are no, she and and uh, the other and the male character are known in all the press about this as Sharon and Tony, and that's just their real names. So oh, okay. Sharon, although they never identify them by name in the commercials, Sharon um, is British. Obviously, so is her ex husband, her son's father. Mm-hmm. Why does Sunny Boy have an American accent? Was he raised oh, apart that's a from really his parents? Good, that's a good point. I think they now live in America. Yeah, that might be it, though. Yeah, yeah. If you have two British parents in America, you're going to grow I guess up in that's America. True. You're not going to have maybe. A... Maybe this was part of the Nescafe uh, transition to right. having an American actor in it. Um, although it's not Nescafe, it's Taster's Choice. I'm sorry, Taster's yeah. Choice. Um, this reminds. I know this sounds weird, but I'm not making a joke. It kind of reminds me of the the drama in the Long Long Man. Uh, was it a Japanese candy commercial? Yes, that was another good one where there was an ongoing story. Yeah, and that was uh, very much... Anyway, I, I do I, wonder how much that translated uh, to the listening audience, but uh, I don't know. We'll post them all to Facebook. You can watch them there. Yes, and let me share some interesting uh, and fun facts about this campaign. The first 11 episodes, um, I think most of which we just watched, probably not the American ones, were released as a free promotional video Um Love Over Gold in 1993. A novelization of the same title, written by mystery writer Susan Moody under the pseudonym Susanna James, reached the Sunday Times London paperback fiction bestseller list. They made a novelization of a yes. coffee and there are commercial? 11 of them, actually. There are 10 of them available on Amazon. 10 books? 10, co- 10 copies of this book. Uh, and because one of them is winging its way oh, to me nice. and we will do a contest of some kind and oh, we will give man. one away to a listener. Oh, man. Yes. It's called Love Over Over Gold and it has her picture on the front. Oh, my God. And it's a whole novelization and in it. I think she like works for a glossy magazine, of course, because that's what women in Chiclet uh-huh. always do. Um, this is also interesting. In 1998, Taster's Choice, this is when it was already you know Americanized ran a contest should she end up with michael um which i don't know why he's called michael but okay he's the main guy the main guy uh or her i think they named him michael in the american version for some reason or her son's father what are you gonna vote for? yeah how would you root for the son's father that we've only seen well again maybe we haven't seen them all maybe but the results were announced in march and uh in the march 3rd 1998 soap opera digest uh voters did prefer michael of course uh and uh yeah wow that's amazing i can't wait to get the book i know i'm very excited all right love can, over gold can we read a little part oh, of it on the show next absolutely week, and here. we got to come up with a good contest all right sounds good uh all right well that was fascinating that was that really took me on a journey yes all right let's check in with the ad council everybody's talking at me 
I don't hear words saying Only the echoes of my mind Our first piece of feedback uh, actually came from a couple of people uh, who had the same idea, but I'll credit um, most of all Eric, who wrote in about it. Thank you also to Ivan, who, who had a similar idea. Uh, we had wondered why that Ford commercial that we did not like, uh, where it's just all about the name and they zoom in on the uh, the logo. It is Brian Cranston's voice. Brian Cranston's voice uses uh, paint it black, which is kind of a weird. Uh, it was a weird dirgy, instrumentation yeah. of paint it black by the Rolling Stones. Yeah. Yeah, and one thing that Eric noted was that it's very similar to the arrangement of the song that was used in Westworld, which is true. Westworld, if you don't watch it, um, oh. what used a lot of like popular songs, but kind of like. Inter- like interesting instrumental versions of them, um, and I can understand. I could see that being uh, matching the futuristic theme of the ad, as Eric says. But what he said, and what Ivan also said, and which I think is right on the money, is that Henry Ford famously quipped that you could have a Model T in any color as long as it's black. Right? Yeah, You've right. Heard that quote. Yeah. Um, so oh, this is an illusion. Oh yeah. To the you know Ford's uh, abrasive take it or leave it on the brand of the brand. And uh, trying to trying oh, to remind people really of that, brilliant. which Two I think that's pretty people brilliant. Came up with that theory, huh? Yeah. Good on you guys. I think you're totally right. And I think, let me see. I, I don't think it was the one that is focused on the logo, wasn't it? The other Brian Cranston commercial, isn't it? This one that. Oh, has the you song know what? I'm, I stand corrected. The it was one that's the... all about the future is built. It's not thought about. It's not. It's planned. not speechified about. Right, which is bullshit because, of course, what you don't think that the Ford company has plans. But anyway, let's take a listen. I'm just going to needle drop this. New technology. And transforming cities. So let the other guys keep dreaming about the future. We'll be the ones building it. There it is. You can really hear the song yeah. there, yeah. You know how a commercial gets made? Someone stands up in a boardroom and argues for it to get made. Right, that's of course. That's how shit gets made. Right, right. Uh, okay, so that's really interesting, though. It doesn't matter what color as long as it's black. That's great. Okay, this next uh, piece of feedback is from Carol, who posted it on Facebook. And uh, I love this story, so I just want to read it in its entirety. Uh-huh. Um, we talked about Love's Baby Soft, a, um, a very problematic uh, campaign for cologne basically i think yeah uh, some sort like of perfume, scent, right? scented yeah uh, products for women um and one of them was baby soft to make you smell literally like a baby mm-hmm. like baby powder um this is what carol said here's my love's baby soft story my favorite and most memorable factory job during college summer break was working in a candle factory on second shift making pink teddy bear candles that smelled like Love's Baby Soft. Okay. Imagine being surrounded sort of by that. I got to say, day. the smell would get to you, but I love the idea of working in a candle factory. Well, you would love this. Her description of it, uh, I think, would be very appealing to you. All night long, we would string the wicks and fill heavy metal molds with hot, smelly pink wax, mm-hmm. place the molds in heavily chlorinated water. This is also a good tutorial on commercial candle yeah. making. Um, to cool, unmold the bears, stand around with a pen knife, trimming the excess wax, excess wax off the edges. Love it. Um, didn't you used to have to do a similar thing with like uh, some sort were, of fiberglass thing? Yes, when I worked in a fiberglass factory, these big, long window sills would come out. And it was really like just one big, long thing. Imagine the thing that your window slides up and down on. It's got a bunch of ridges and stuff. And then a saw would just come and saw it into the correct length pieces and then I would have to get that saw would leave all kinds of like excess plastic hanging off of it so I would come in with a pneumatic brush and just boop, 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 clean the edges off yep loved it um so it was a stinky wet waxy tedious and tiring job so we made games out of seeing who could do more uh, the fastest challenging the first shift crew to shift uh to, to shift total matches. So, like, who whose shift could do this more. This is a dream for your bosses. I know, right? Like, boy, they really had you uh, working for the man. Uh, so even though we had fewer people on second shift, we regularly won the challenges until we were told we had to slow down. Huh. Our bears weren't cooling long enough, and their bellies would cave in by the morning. <laughs> and as Andrew, you and I make wax candles uh, yeah. with some regularity... And the the wax does like to sink in if it's and not. Then it'll crack. If it's yeah. not, yeah, like uh, poured at the proper temperature or allowed yeah. to cool properly. So after that, we had more time on our hands. So we had to clean the floors and stuff while we waited for our bears to catch up to us. Got time to lean. Got time to clean. <laughs> we had a few molds that were defective. So when we got bears that didn't look right, we would throw them across the room into a big bin to be melted down and remade into new candles awesome. later. 
We left the mostly finished bears for the first shift to dip in a final coating, paint eyes on, shrink wrap, and box. It was amazing how many of these dumb things we made. It must have counted into the tens of thousands being made uh, ready for the Christmas shopping season. I worked with a really fun crew of people and we had a lot of laughs. So it's to their credit that I don't get sick at the smell of baby powder because it must have been Yeah, that smell. Well, yeah, but I got to say, I've worked in some places where you have similar jobs and like some, as far as smells are concerned, I'm sure this wasn't great and it was intense and it, but are there, there are worse, worse smells. smells. There yes, are also there better are smells. Much worse smells that you would have to deal with in some factory settings, True. depending on what you're doing. Um, anyway, Carol, that's that was a great story. Fascinating, though. Thank it, you. Absolutely, it really does make me. It actually made me somewhat wistful for my time because <laughs> uh, there was something very camaraderie. You have a camaraderie, certainly in her story, and then also like when you have a job where things are just coming off of some sort of factory line, even mm-hmm. if it's a somewhat small operation, and your job is just to like. All right, fill up the crates. Here they come. I have I had one crate full of things that had fuzzies on the end and one crate that was the clean version after I was done with it. And you do. You start making games for yourself. You start yeah. just, like, getting through it however you can. And, you know, it's it can be really hard work. And a lot of the people I used to work with, this was one of a couple of jobs they had. They'd be, you know, working 12 hours on this and then doing something else. So... I, I don't want to like overly glorify it, but there is something satisfying, I think, I about it. that kind of work. I mean, it's a tangible thing you did. Yeah, yeah, that's really interesting. Huh, thanks for the story, Carol. Appreciate it. And now it's time to admit some errors. That's it. That's what our mistake was. <laughs> I loved you, girl. And you loved me, boy. And that's it. Last week on the show, I uh, went on a rant. I guess we did cheese and G's last week, right? Yep. And I think one of the commercials that kind of gave me the idea was a commercial that I was super mad at. It was uh, for something called Portal by Facebook, which is a kind of tablet-looking device. I kept on calling it an iPad. I didn't even realize <laughs> that the actual product was the physical product, not a piece of software we on did, it. To be fair, you did, I think, correct that one in yes, the actual in podcast. the show, yeah. But what drove me crazy about it was they were showing people... It was, the commercial we focused on was a, an adult brother talking to his adult sister you know, in their respective living rooms, clearly some sort of FaceTime technology. But at one point, he gets up and walks across the room, and the camera follows him. And I was like... <laughs> How is the camera following you? We just saw the damn thing sitting on your um, on your desk. Like the thing is not moving. Yet suddenly, somebody is in the room grabbing your iPad, as I said, and following you. And we even said maybe that's the point. Maybe this is a new technology that you can get up and walk around the room, and the internal camera follows you around. And we said if that's the case, then this commercial sucks because. It seems incidental, and it seems like a mistake. Yeah, and well, I think you're also think your, your point also going. was that would be an amazing leap forward in technology. Yes, so <laughs> congratulations, so congratulations, Facebook. because turns out that is exactly what this damn thing does, and that is a selling point for the portal that you can move around and the camera will follow you. I will say that, and this is where campaigns Look, we are commercial enthusiasts. We're not technologists. But this is where the campaign, or the idea of, I think, commercial, if there's a learning moment here, there's not a lot of television that I watch kind of regularly. Um, I watch things here and there with the exception of football. That's like my almost intense commercial watching time, right? And so you can really see how campaigns are unrolled because over the course of a three-hour game, you'll see two or three ads that are all part of the same storyline. Oh, another one we could have added to this, although we've already talked about it, is the um, uh, insurance commercials with... Um, Peyton... Uh, Pe- sorry, Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers and his new uh, his new agent, right? right? His new insurance agent meets his petty sports agent. Um, and you kind of can see three different iterations or three different commercials in that campaign and how they kind of play off of each other. Sometimes they tell a story. Um Sometimes they highlight different aspects of the product. What I didn't notice was there was another commercial that was airing in heavy rotation during these same games. You had this portal commercial where the brother and sister are talking, and then you have another one that very much does focus on this aspect 
of the portal, that it has a camera that follows you around. You see a bunch of people unwrapping it and playing around with it, and you hear things like, oh, it follows me around. How does it do that? Here, let me see. Hey, this is an amazing leap forward in technology. Yeah, I looked up the commercial before. Apparently, I didn't um, grab the audio. Let me uh, play it for you here. And this, to me, is, you know, this is exactly how you highlight that function but I think the thing is if you have this one running in heavy rotation you've kind of made that point and now you can kind of relax on it and just show use cases just show use cases yeah. because you probably have already seen this one because they you know kind of carpet bomb the airwaves with it let's see what we got hey portal call Lauren oh. wait it's moving and if I go over here the camera follows me doesn't it you can see him here, right? Yeah. I mean, you have a woman standing on her couch, like contorting her body in weird ways to see to show off how the camera is following her. Run past it like quick and God, rinse it in the sink now. You have a knife. Whoa! Kiara <laughs> Oscuro developed in the Renaissance. Fascinating. I sixteen. Ben. Now up. So anyway, you can't really hear what's going on, podcast listeners, but there's all kinds of people. Like, it's very cute. Family is really connecting. Focus of yeah. this is people running around trying to cheat the game, it, the camera. It really, I think, is a leap forward in that mm-hmm. we've been seeing for years now. Um, grandma left alone after the holidays, you know, gets a call. It can FaceTime, FaceTime with their family. Brain candy. This is truly... Um, kind of next level technology mm-hmm. like it, it at least in these commercials it successfully makes it feel like you are interacting with the people and it makes you realize how much of your interactions with people is the ability to follow what they're doing with your eyes yeah yeah and i think like i think it's hilarious that that we got it so wrong but i'm really impressed with what what this is able to do it it says something about how amazing this is that you looked at that and thought nah yeah. Science fiction. And also the other complaint I had with it that I thought was just kind of a, a bit of laziness or oversight was that it was pretty clear that he was taping himself in landscape mode, but she was seeing him in portrait mode. I'm sure that's also oh, a feature, sure. obviously. Yeah. Now. And I want to say thank you to Listener Mafio on Facebook, who uh, initially very politely, uh, but quite correctly said, you might want to look at um, this information about what the technology actually does. Mafio, I don't know what you do for a living or what your interests are, but if you have a fan base or a following and you call them the Mafio Mafia, I want to be a part of it. I will sign up right now. Okay. You can sell anything. You can sell anything. So the point is I should never have an opinion on this show ever again because I'm only going to embarrass myself. Well, I think we got to do our research. Or, or we got to take we our lumps. We could do just an ounce of research before I, we go on rants. Honestly, I'll just take the lumps. Yeah, it's, I, it's not worth it. Way. And also it's more content. What, yeah. would, what would we have That's talked right. about at the ha- end of the show? That's what we said when we, got, when we realized how wrong we got this. We just said, well, hashtag content. <laughs> hashtag content. Hey, everybody, you want to correct us? You want to add more context? You want to tell your stories of working in a factory and how that relates to to commercials, uh, you can send us an email after these messages show at gmail.com. After these messages show at gmail.com. We also love to hear your voice at 607 444 5597. And of course, you're managing the Facebook group these I days. I am, and I love seeing you all there. I l- welcome to our new members. It's very exciting to have you, and uh, keep them coming. And um, if you want to leave us a review on iTunes, that would be fun for everybody. Yeah. It gives you a chance to flex your writing skills. <laughs> helps us attract new listeners. All right. Thanks for putting the show together, Veeves. That was a lot of fun. Thanks yeah. for introducing me to a to a, a romance that's been out there my it's a romance entire for the adult ages. life, and I didn't I know. even know it. Wow. <laughs> all right. We'll talk to you guys next Tuesday. Stop me. I burn headband. My eyes all droopy. I have gooey foodie. Zoobies in my poopy. They all like what's